plaque too as one of the great patriots in this battle of armageddon i'm not even playing that is gonna that is what's gonna happen i'm gonna show you some amazing things from god's word we're gonna tie so many great things together hey patriots i'm melissa red pill the world i'm glad you're here if you are new oh just so you know that is actually someone did the great job these mad skills of our wonderful patriots they put uh, the face of david clements on that video right there love it love it love it we are uh just kicking the <laughs> booty of the new world order we are the freedom force battalion we look at the posts the current events and the trump tweets in the light of god's word because this is biblical literally literally yeah so we are on freedomforce.live if you go there you'll see all these links right here 500 videos about how this is biblical so much that we tie together because this is not just monumental it is literally the day we will be set free from these creeps. I put it into a book right here called End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace and Times for Them and a Thousand Years of Peace for Us. We will inherit the earth. That is what is happening right now. So this it's all actually on Amazon. Two bucks. <laughs> Two bucks. It's just easy. This is, you know, just uh, putting it together and you will be so happy. Don't let them freak you out. Don't let them frighten you. They're trying to, fear, to scare us on every, every side. But the good news is the Lord promised this day would come when we would destroy them. And that's what we're doing. And that's a big part of what's, what happened at this cyber symposium. So let's get it. This is the art of the deal. This is the art of the steel. This is the art of the sting operation. If you ever heard of one, you know, so many times during this battle, we've been like, what is going on? Is this, you know, it's so confusing. And that's, that's the part of it. That's the, that's Sun Tzu war. That is what he is. So, such an amazing, amazing warrior. <laughs> Just amazing every time you're like oh he got us again <laughs> but the good news is for us it's just we didn't know what was going on but for the bad guys they're like oh no he got us again <laughs> foiled again right all right so let's get it i love this someone put the art of the deal with it <laughs> i love it i love our patriots so much now can i say this is from um our buddy um La 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 from Q University with Phil Godlewski. Godlewski, I like that name. That's pretty cool. So here is the map. How do you like that map right there? Let me see if I can get it to do. Nah, it's gonna make it go spin around. But that is the map. A red on that map, and he says, "Wait for it. Wait until the mail-in ballot fraud appears, and then you're gonna be like, wait, it's even more red than that." <clears throat> that doesn't even take into consideration. That's just what Dominion has in their system. And if you remember, if you watch the symposium, I know that not everyone could sit there glued to the to the TV. Um, and it was not easy to get this information because they were, you know, attacking it every second of the day. But if you looked at it, it said the Dominion numbers were 80 million seven hundred forty-four to sixty-three. That's the numbers. That's basically what Lindell was giving us on those uh, on the very first day. Let me just be honest. The very first day, you're like, 
why, what about the pay caps? Why are we sitting here going through each of these numbers? You're like, it really, some of the things that happened did not make sense. And that should have clued us in <laughs> that this was orchestrated and all on purpose. Anyway, so but now that we're piecing it together and was wonderful, Anon Phil Godlewski from um, University, I'll show you the link to his uh, Rumble. It's, it's really all coming together. So fun. Yeah, but then Biden had 74 million. So yeah, he did get like 80 million votes. Again, not even taking into consideration the, the mail-in ballots. Now, they had said that Biden had 81 million and Trump had 74 million. So the thing is, what we're going to talk about that Phil has helped us to piece together is how did he have these numbers? Okay. And this is something that we don't really think about so many of the so much of the time. But okay, so here Mike Lindell is touting this. We're going to have this cyber symposium and he's inviting everyone to come and he's offering five million dollars to come and prove that these PCAPs are not accurate. Then we get there and they don't even have the PCAPs. It's like, what? It's very, very like it, the whole thing just makes you just scratch your head and again gives the media just fodder to be like these people. Dominion knows exactly what happened. Dominion knows and they are probably freaking out. OK, this, let's just we'll just go through it. That, but uh, I'm going to make sure you have the link. This is um, from Patriot News and Updates. OK, so uh, this video he did is blowing up because everybody's like, wait, we want to. And I, I posted little links to it uh, the uh, yesterday on Telegram. If you don't know uh, how to how to reach us, here's all the social media. Here's the Telegram. That's where we are on it. And and. Uh, sharing this information and commenting and uh, able to communicate and, and get this information out as quickly as possible. So it's a very cool place to be. We've got our podcast, The Bit Shoot and The Rumble, Get Fit With Melly, tons of ways that you can get over all this you know, detox and get rid of the excess weight and the inflammation and the pain and all that. So just check that out. But anyway, but back to this. Okay. So you've got, you've got this these numbers. And if you remember, he went through state by state by state. This is what the numbers are. This is what they said they were. Okay. They went through all of that uh, on that very first day. And we're like, okay, let's get to it. But that was getting to it. And I'll show you why. Okay. So a PCAP is a packet capture, also known as a lib PCAP, whatever, is an application program interface that captures live network packet data. All right, so all this data for the all the election numbers. But how do we get this? And what's so, so crazy, let me see if I, yeah, here, okay, this is what he did every day. So here's Pennsylvania. They said Trump, uh, the, the real numbers were Trump 3,665,000 compared to Biden 3,170,000, okay? So they did with each state going through each of the 50 states. It took a while, okay? The truth versus the big lie. Of what the big lie came out of dominion, dominion, dominion. <laughs> that I'm telling you, Mike Lindell has said a thousand times, pointing the finger at dominion. And of course, dominion is the name for who's going to dominate the earth, who's going to rule this earth. And that's the whole point of the book where I should go into that we will rule for a thousand years. That's what the promise is all throughout God's word that this day would come when they would not rule over us, that we would cast out these tyrants. And that's exactly what's happening. So dominion is their way to take dominion and keep dominion of the earth. And they had to cheat more and more and more and more. But, you know, when they get to get to 
control the election system, then we've just been completely locked down. So how do you fight such a such an evil system when every county in the country has has the Dominion systems or something similar to it? Okay. They all are crooked. Okay, Every, all of them are, are crooked because it when it uh, it all goes into this this compilation. That's where the most of a lot of the evil happens. All right, so they're mad. <laughs> Dominion's mad because we're exposing them and we're pointing the finger at them and we're 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 sharing this information. So keep going. Let's keep ticking them off. So disinformation is dangerous and threatens democracy. <laughs> Oh man, you can tell they're they're running scared. If, if for them to have to post that on the dominionvotings.com site, that shows you that they are freaking out, that they realize their their goose is cooked. They're having to to try to push back, but it's not going to help. Yeah, get the facts. Yeah. The facts are you guys are are you know owned by Soros and, and controlled by Soros and and that you are uh traitors, traitors to our country. So, so that's, but the rate, the crazy thing is, I'm going to go back to this. The crazy thing is they have our numbers. How could a private company, Soros owned, cabal owned company have control of our numbers? How could that be? How could it be? I mean, you would say, oh, but the clerk, it should be able to, no. They don't have control of it. The Dominion system is the one that that, that really determines what, what the numbers are and, and just gives them to the clerk who gives them to the Secretary of State as if they, you know, some of the clerks are good and some of them are, are bad. We don't know, you know, which is which necessarily. But the point is, how could it be that Dominion controls our vote totals? That is outrageous. Never, you never would have thought that before this election. I don't, I never thought that a private company had control over our vote numbers. That's outrageous, but that's what we're finding out, what we've discovered. Okay. And that's what a lot of this cyber symposium is about. Now, so what are you going to do when you've got this election? You've got all this, these Dominion voting machines and all these other voting machines that are all compiling these numbers. How do you get to it? How do you do that? Well, did you know that on election night, there was a skiff? And this is what he's talking about here. A skiff is a sensitive compartmented information facility, basically a soundproof booth, you know, like back in the day when we watched the shows in the soundproof booth, soundproof booth in the Eisenhower building just west of the White House. It's used by Army Intelligence Cybersecurity Division. And they were monitoring, monitoring the fraud in real time. That's what they were doing. This is what was happening. And so they hacked Dominion. <laughs> These are the pipe hitters who hacked Dominion and got the numbers. They got our white hats, got the numbers. Dominion thought, we got this. We've got this all in control. You know what? But we did checkmate on you. You've got all these numbers. You work so hard, as it talks about in Habakkuk 2. You work so hard, and it's all for nothing. It's all for nothing because now we have those numbers. And guess who showed them was Mike Lindell. He showed them right there at this event. He showed all these numbers at the cyber security and at cyber 
um, symposium and Dominion saw the numbers. They're like, they know they have the, how did they get the numbers? How did they get the numbers? Because there was a skiff and our white hats got, got it. And they not only were watching them, but getting the correct numbers before they could hack and, and adjust them. That's what's happened. That's what's happened. Okay. So then what do you do? Then what do you do? Well, okay, but but what 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 good is this going to be? Because President Trump is no longer president, right? Right. That's what we're told. Okay. We already know about the executive order that if if there was election fraud, that the military could not hand over the keys to the presidency to the usurper, to the cheater. Okay. I don't care what you saw on the news. Okay. They couldn't do that. So. All this time we've been like, what's going on? All right, so I want you to hear what he says in Executive Order 13256, which I think adds up to 17, kind of cool. Um, it, it spells out who may declassify this information. So they've got this information. They got it on the night of the election. They've got, they know the exact numbers. How is Mike Lindell going to get them? Watch this. Authority to take certain pieces of information, say the existence of a weapons program and classify it to top secret is given only to specific individuals. They include the president and vice president agencies and those specifically designated by authorities outlined in the executive order. So let's listen to our friend. Uh, what did I just say? His name is Chris Godlewski, right? From Patriot News and Updates. Let's hear, hear what he has to say. Soon, right? Who's the one guy designated in EO 13256 that could declassify documents? Well, that would be the Undersecretary of Defense of the Intelligence Department. And that would be this gentleman, Ezra Cohen Watnick. Interesting. Because if we think back to slide number one, of tonight, we knew that these three people got put in very precarious positions, very questionable positions for an outgoing president. Never happened before. No one of, of no appointees of this magnitude have ever been put in these type of positions after a presidential election. Everyone's like, what the, what, what's going on here? Right. But yet, Ezra Cohen Watnick, a former National Security Council official who previously was funneling top secret documents to cabinet members in Russiagate, which is what the Durham report is all about. Now, the same guy that was taking those classified NSA documents and giving them to Devin Nunes to start the whole Russiagate conspiracy investigation right, which led to the Durham report. The same guy that was given those top secret documents, which he, he's allowed to, is now the Undersecretary of Defense for the Intelligence Department. He is in one guy and one guy only, ECW, Ezra Cohen Watnick, is in control of declassifying whatever he wants to. And he has no one to answer to in terms of declassification. Ezra Cohen Watnick worked at the NSA under General Flynn, and Ezra Cohen-Watnick and Ezra Cohen-Watnick alone had the ability to declassify whatever the hell he wanted. Now, the day that Ezra Cohen was appointed to this position, he said some pretty interesting words. 
Let's listen very closely to what he said. Okay, so did you hear him say that he is the uh, uh, he was uh, worked under General Flynn? And we've heard about Ezra Cohen Watnick countless times on the board, and we didn't really understand what his key role was going to be. And I think Chris has got it. Check it out. Has started the process of formalizing what we have long known the fundamental role of U.S. special operations in defense and foreign policy by elevating special operations forces to a level on par with military departments as authorized and directed by Congress. As we enact these reforms, we follow the vision of President John F. Kennedy, who predicted the rise of special operations nearly 60 years ago. He foresaw, quote, another type of war, new in its intensity, ancient in its origin, that would require a whole new kind of strategy. A new type of war? Ancient in its intensity? Armageddon. John Kennedy said this in the 60s? He envisioned a new type of war. Digital. What the hell is that? Oh, cyber war? Oh, Oh! Oh! <laughs> anyway, so you can I definitely encourage you to watch, go and watch the rest of it. That portion is at the 20 minute mark. So you can listen to Ezra Cohen Watnick. So he was, he knew that there would be some kind of different kind of war. And that's what we're in the middle of, that they would steal the election. Duh, right? Hello. So, yes, yeah, so I want you to see that. Okay. Now, the next thing I want you to hear is don't freak out. <laughs> Don't freak out. He's going to say, Mike Lindell lied. He didn't. <laughs> Don't freak out. It's okay. I love Mike Lindell. We love Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell is a patriot. Don't worry. But this is war, and it's, it's disinformation. It's necessary. Okay, check it out. He offered a $5 million reward for anybody that could prove that the PCAPs were not authentic. And he also went on to say that the Supreme Court, once they realize the PCAPs are authentic, they will vote nine to nothing to decertify this election and reinstate Donald Trump. He knew, he knew that there were no PCAPs. He never had them, not for a second. Okay, so what does he mean by that? He has the raw numbers that had been given to him by Ezra Cohen Watnick, but he did not have the actual packet captures, okay? It's one thing to have the numbers, like a spreadsheet, just a piece of paper that says, okay, these are the numbers for each of the states. It's, he didn't have the actual packet captures that someone could go in and manipulate. It's very important, okay? So then, all right, now think logically here. Put on your thinking caps and slow down and say, wait a minute. You're telling me, Phil, that Mike Lindell called a cyber symposium and invited all of the top cyber experts from around the world and offered these guys $5 million to disprove the authenticity of PCAPs, but yet you're telling me that there were no PCAPs? Yes, that is what I'm telling you. What are you talking about? You're crazy, right? Those numbers that Mike Lindell put up on the screen, they're accurate. 
Those are not inaccurate numbers. Those vote totals that we saw from each and every state that he put up there on day one of the symposium, keep in mind, he did it on day one of the symposium. Okay, and a lot of you guys are, are guessing what's going on here, but I'm going to get into the full scope of things and you're going to be like, <laughs> the numbers that he had were accurate numbers. Those are the voting totals to the exact vote. But now you have a problem. The problem is, number one, there's no PCAPs. And you just held a symposium on the premise of having the PCAPs and giving a reward. Number two, you gave vote totals, but then you said you didn't have the PCAPs. So how accurate are your vote totals? Hmm. Okay. Let's go back. Okay. So I wanted you to see that. So that, 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 that is the PCAPs. I'm sorry, it's the D class. It's the D class. That is the D class. Yeah, that is the D class. It doesn't have to go to every man, woman, and child. It doesn't have to splatter it all over Twitter or whatever, or or make a file and say everybody come and get it. He it has to be released specifically. And so what he's talking about is that likely uh, Lindell, Flynn, Waldron, the man who was there, Waldron got it. A few a few key people. Were, got this information so that they could do a sting operation. That is what is what he's talking about. All right. So let's see. I want you to see. Um, now he's talking about at one point also, which I agree that you know we we don't necessarily uh, need. Um, I'm sorry. Let me back up. Let me back up. Okay. The legislators joined together at this event, and one of the big takeaways that came out of the event which was terrific, was, was that they are all together now and they know exactly what they need to do in their particular state to get the data that they need to go to, to push back and say, this is, our, this is the data, this is the truth, we're getting our, you know, don't play, we're going to get this audit, we're going to get this um, legally where we set this right and, and decertify the election and all that. So that, that was a really a great part about it, okay? But it's bigger than that. And that is that we, re, we showed the entire country what the true numbers are, what the true numbers are that only Dominion had access to. But we, ne- we have that now. Every one of us knows. You can go back and look and see what are the vote totals in your particular state. OK, we have all those numbers. The, all the legislators have all the numbers for each of their counties. They know all of that. OK. And Dominion knows that we know. And that we have it. And how do we get it? Because we hacked into it. All right. So the last thing um, he talks about, I'm trying to remember, let's check this out. We have the PCAPs. All we have is what we gave you today. Okay. So then you have to go back again to where are you getting your vote totals then? Mike Lindell can't be this dumb, right? I mean, nobody could. Nobody could be dumb enough to give a $5 million reward, collect all these cyber experts, tell them that you have a certain piece of information that you want them to look at, and then not give that information. No one's that dumb. No one could be that dumb. There's only one place that those election results could have come from. 
one place and one place only. There you go. The only man that had access to that information. The only man other than Donald Trump and other than Michael Pence that could have possibly had classified data from the election night was Ezra Cohen Watnick. This now makes perfect sense as to why Ezra, Chris Miller, and Cash Patel were appointed two days after the Frankfurt Germany raid. The Frankfurt Germany raid was November 8th, five days after the election. It was on a, a Friday into Saturday night. This was the firefight with Gina Haspel, head of the CIA. This was the CIA defending the Frankfurt Germany servers. The United States Intelligence, the Military Intelligence Department of the United States located the servers. They went to get them. They got them. The data was passed off. It was classified immediately. Three people have access to that data. In the entire government, three people now have access to that data. Donald Trump, Mike Pence, Ezra Cohen-Watnick. How about that? Okay, you may if you're new, you may not have been aware that this whole big firefight that went on in Frankfurt, Germany, because that's where the data was housed there. And so our white hats went in and literally there was a firefight and and uh, uh, what's her what did you just say her name was Gina Haspel, the head of the CIA was injured in this whole operation. Okay, whether she's a white hat or a dark hat, I don't I can't tell you, but I'm just saying that 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 is what happened in order to get this data. Yes, we had the skiff, but we went over and physically got that data. Our white hats did. How amazing is that? All right. And the only three people that could declassify that data and choose to who it goes to, not just declass. So don't he declassifying. It doesn't mean, okay, everybody can see it now. Come on. I declassified it. So here you go. Come, come and get it. It's not how it works. When you declassify data, you also indicate who gets it you know who ezra gave the election results to on january 9th mike lindell that's who he gave it to <laughs> that's awesome great job patriot news and updates awesome 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 so thankful now he this is his um his wrap up to the whole thing where he you know puts this all together in a neat little package all right check it out they were in place to intercept the hacking attempts not the red teams. The red teams were at the cyber symposium. They were not there to try to, to look into the PCAPs. No, what, what they were doing was to see who's potentially hacking into this to try to attack the PCAPs. PCAPs weren't even there. All we had was the totals. <laughs> Check it out. By the deep state into the cyber symposium, the red team caught them red-handed at the symposium. They know exactly who hacked in. Now they could work backwards from where they came from and follow the money to the linked hackers. The cyber symposium, ladies and gentlemen, is going to lead to the arrests of many, many, many deep state as well as government officials. The cyber symposium was for one reason and one reason only. It was a sting operation. 
It was a sting operation to completely set up the other side to think that we had these PCAPs. And if we do have the PCAPs and they're working on the PCAPs digitally, we assume that the deep state is going to send in hackers to try to get inside those PCAPs. And guess what? They did. did. But in doing so, they completely exposed themselves who they are. You saw Monkey Works. He said they had a couple planes up in the sky. Well, who put the planes there? It was a setup. We never had the PCAPs. Lindell never had the PCAPs. What the hell do you need PCAPs for if you had a skiff on election night and then you went to get the servers in Frankfurt, Germany, and you brought the servers back, you gave them to Ezra, and you said, Ezra, we're going to do something with these, but hold on. Let's see what happens on the 6th. Let's give them one more chance. Trump is all about, guys, give them one more chance. Let's give them one more chance. Maybe they'll do the right thing. This is the United States of America. Every single time that he's given them that chance, they've not done it. They've never taken it. Now they're screwed. Now they're completely screwed. Yeah, awesome. Great job. Awesome Patriot news and updates. So I just wanted you guys to see that. And so just just stay tuned and watch what happens next, okay? And so we've got, he talks about it in another spot. We're not just draining the people at the top or even congressmen. We've got to drain every part of the swamp. Un, you know, just every plug has to be taken out and all these people exposed that they are in on it. Just like in, in Texas right now, there are those who are, who are trying to fight to make sure that we can force people to wear a mask and to be vaccinated and all that. And so thank you for exposing yourself so we realize, realize who you are now. You know, we we now we now know that you are working for the deep state, okay? Because they know they know that this this whole thing is it's a it's a sham. Everybody with a half a brain knows that. So yeah, it's that kind of thing. So we all these people are being exposed. So we realize that they they're in on it and that they will be held to an account for their crimes against our country. Treason. They're traitors to our country. Okay, so. How I want to put what I want to throw my two cents in here, Mr. Patriot News and Updates. I want to to share my uh, uh, understanding of Ezra. The name Ezra is not just a name, not just any old name. I want you to everyone to know because we look at how this is biblical and this is so cool. Okay, so the, the name Ezra is in the Bible. There's a whole book of Ezra, and at the very beginning of Ezra, it's talking about the end of the Babylonian captivity. And the end of the Babylonian captivity, what does that mean? Babylon has been ruling over us. We have been ruled by these Satan worshipers of the set cult, the the Babylon uh, evil, you know, and people talk about, oh, is America hidden Babylon? No, (laughs) no, no. Makes me so mad. They have gotten us so, just be very careful who you listen to and who you follow. There's so many people who are out there who are like, yes, well, the beast is going to rise and it's going to, he's going to clamp down on the world. He's already done that. I've already done that. What do we not know about when you look at all that they've done? Our our health, the wealth is gone. <laughs> the children, the trafficking, the, the 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 lack of freedom all over the world. Look at what's happening in Venezuela and China and all over the world. You're saying the beast is going to rise? Give me a break. Give me a giant break. It makes me crazy when people say, oh, the beast is going to come. It's going to be horrible. Let me just tell you something. We can't take, humanity can't take any more horrible. We can't take anymore. Okay. So when you listen to people who say that that America's Babylon, that's baloney. Babylon is the new world order. Babylon is the new world order cabal. 
They are the uh, Babylon. These Satan worshipers are Babylon. Okay. Now, they, if you remember back in the day, they were they, with, with like uh, Daniel. Remember the Daniel in the lion's den? He and all of his friends were hauled off into Babylon. The whole place was cleaned out, except for just a handful of people. They were all taken off into Babylon. They were taken away and they were captive there for I don't even know how many years. I don't even know, 400 years, whatever, long, long time. Anyway, so they, they're over there. And finally, 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 it's like the Lord says it's time for them to come back. I will just say that while they were there, they transformed that society. But that's another story. Um, if, if, on my freedomforce.live, I have a, a playlist called Biblical. And I talk about all, all these things about you know, what happened in Babylon and, and Daniel and all that. Anyway, so but back to this is the end of this Babylonian captivity. They are going back home to Jerusalem. And they're going to start over from scratch. It had given time for the land to rest because they had not kept the Jubilee to let the land rest. They had not let the people rest. They had been enslaving the people. And now all those, the bad guys are no longer, they don't have anybody to rule over. So they're, they're gone. Not to say that there aren't bad guys who are going to try to stop them. But the point is Ezra and Nehemiah go back to Jerusalem to try to get, you know, to get things going again. And first thing they have to do is build up these walls. Um, and so you've got just a handful of people who go because most people are just like, you know what? I'll just stay right here. I've got everything situated here. I don't need to go. Some people said, I will go. I will go and I will fight for uh, for our place in this earth that we can be a free people. And that's what you're doing. You're like, I don't care if these people don't want to go. I will go. I will fight. I will stand up. I will speak out. And I'm so proud of you. You're just like those that Ezra led all those years ago. How cool is that? So look at this. It's the end of the Babylonian captivity because that's what's happening now. This is what I talk about in the book. It's the end of their rule over us and a thousand years of peace for us. This is where we're, we're going to, the meek will inherit the earth, that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters fill the sea. All right. So this is the, where it starts in, in, in Ezra talking about that they're going back to their homeland, going back to Jerusalem to build up the walls and, and start from scratch, basically. All right. It's not so different from what we're doing. All right. So here is Ezra. Let me see if I can hear. They're going to be building the temple. I thought I had it highlighted. Oh, oh, oh I want you to see this. So they build up the, the, the walls. Oh, it was quite something. And every person's name is recorded who was in there, who, who built up the walls. Your name will be recorded about what you have done to fight to build up the, up the walls and build this thing back. And you didn't just say, I'm just going to go watch TV. <laughs> You're like, I've got to stand up here and fight. And your name will be recorded just like it was recorded about those who were building the walls back in Ezra and Nehemiah's time. The Lord never forgets. He says, even if you give someone a cup of cold water, cup of water, he doesn't forget and you will not lose your reward. So just trust the Lord. He will, he will honor you for your sacrifice, for your, for your service to him. He will, no doubt, no doubt about it. Anyway, but when they finally had all this built back up, the walls are up and the, and the, the temple is up. And yeah, so many of the priests and the Levites and the heads of the father's houses, old men who had been, who had seen the first temple. So this is now the second temple, right? They wept with a loud voice when the foundation of this temple was laid before their eyes. Yet many shouted aloud for joy so that the people could not discern the noise of the shout 
of joy from the noise of the weeping of the people for the people shouted with a loud shout and the sound was heard afar off. And that's kind of the way we feel is like when this is all over, I don't know if I'm going to laugh. I don't know if I'm going to cry. I don't know if I'm going to shout. I don't know if I'm just going to just put my hands in my face, you know, on my face. What are we going to do when this is all over? And that's kind of a, it's very much like what they did back in the day when they'd been under Babylonian captivity for all those years. And they were finally able to go back and get things going back, going again now. And they held the Jubilee that first year, but the next time they did not. But anyway, that's another story. All right. So then Ezra, let me just tell you about Ezra. This is in Ezra chapter seven. It says Ezra came up from Babylon and he was a skilled scribe in the law of Moses, which the Lord God of Israel had given. He was very skilled in God's word. He was a skilled uh, a theologian. He was a skilled teacher. Okay. And he was, um, God granted him all his requests according to the hand of the Lord, his God upon him. Some of the children of Israel, the priests, the Levites, the singers, the gatekeepers, and the Nethanin came up to Jerusalem in the seventh year of King Artaxerxes. So he was good in administration. He was just blessed of the Lord to do, be able to do all these amazing things back in the day. Then in chapter eight of Nehemiah, Nehemiah is telling what did Ezra do when all the people were gathered together. Now, all the people gathered together as one man in the open square that was in the front of the water gate. And they told Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded Israel. So Israel, uh, Ezra, the priest, brought the law before the assembly of men and women and all who could hear with understanding on the first day of the seventh month. That is, I'll show you on the calendar, that is the first of Tishri, the seventh month, okay, is, is the first of Tishri, and that's coming up September 7th this year, is the, it's Rosh Hashanah, it's the beginning of the new, the new, uh, new year, civil, the civil year, which is the seventh month, anyway, all these calendars get a little bit confusing, but bottom line, this is the day, then Ezra came forward, Interesting that this is uh, so timely right now. What's happening? So this is the this is the feast of trumpets. We're, we're I'm going to be talking more and more about that uh, because it's this these fall festivals are coming up after this hot summer. Then we get to the fall festivals, and this is when you see so many of the, the promises fulfilled about the Day of Atonement and the and the Year of Jubilee being instituted and proclaimed proclaim liberty throughout the the world about around the countryside. Now, um, so Ezra is uh, having this big gathering on the Feast of Trumpets or Rosh Hashanah or the first day of the civil new year. It's a big gathering where everyone comes together to repent, to, to get everything set right and to, and to work toward that. And you have to have everything set right by the Day of Atonement, okay? And that's going to be the 15th this year, Yom Kippur, okay? That's on, on this day right here, the 15th of September, okay? So you have like 10 days to get everything set right. If you owe someone, you need to pay it back. If you if there's a captive, he needs to be set free. If there's any kind of thing that you owe someone forgiveness, if you, if you need to go get forgiveness, everything needs to be set right. OK, and it's a big it's a huge deal in the Lord's eyes. This is a you know, it's, it's for the day of atonement. And then after that, we have the Sukkot, which is the Feast of Booths, where once everything's set right, then we can tabernacle with the Lord. Okay. It's a beautiful, beautiful fall festivals. Now that we were told to keep perpetually. So this is when they're set, they're celebrating, they're ga gathering together right then on the first of Tishri, the seventh month. Then he read from it in the open square that was in front of the water gate from morning until midday before the men and women and those who could understand and the ears of the people were attentive to the book of the law. 
How cool is that? And so many of you have told me, you're like, I've never been able to understand the word of God. I'm so attentive. I'm so excited to hear the word of God. Every, every time you crack open the word, I'm so excited to hear it. And it makes me so happy. That is the, that is no doubt the pouring out of God's spirit that we are hungry to hear God's word and that we're able to understand it in ways that we couldn't before. He's helped us all to be able to piece all this together and to see how it, it ties into what we're seeing happen in this day. So I just wanted you to know who Ezra is. What an amazing man. And no doubt this, this Ezra is someone who is skilled in understanding and knowledge and to share this knowledge to, to, in order to, to really to set the people free. And that was all what Ezra wanted to do. He just didn't want to just fulfill this set of rules that God said. He, want, he wanted to do it so that the people would be set free. And that's exactly what Ezra Cohen Watnick is doing is to help get the information to the people so we'll be free of these creeps. That's what's happening. How amazing is that? Isn't that cool? All right. I think that's everything I wanted to share. There's other stuff I want to share with you today, but I'm not going to do it because our time will run out. This I made these little hats. Uh, they now actually on Redbubble are starting to sh- uh, have these hats. I thought, well, those are kind of cool. And I wonder if that would make a little um, <laughs> conversation starter, depending on how, how brave you are. This one says Trump won. Just saying. Anyway, 11-11, that one was a real good conversation starter. They just started uh, uh, having the uh, hats available on Redbubble. If you want to know where that is, if you go to freedomforce.live um, and you look right here under FFB gear, it's all right there. And like I said, if you want to go see the playlist, like on how this is biblical, biblical astronomy, the lost tribes of Israel, the, uh, the, the who Trump is, the revelation, all these are on the playlist right here, um, as well as don't forget, you you can see the, all, lots and lots of the videos. All 500 are on here, but lots of them are on BitChute and Rumble. So definitely join, follow me there just in case something happens on any of the other channels uh, that we have. Oh, 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 super quick. I will say this. Someone had asked me about the seals. And I will tell you that I talk about that in the book. And that is um, chapter chapter eight talking about these seals. So basically this, okay, this is this book right here, End Times and A Thousand Years of Peace. So it is, and it's on Amazon. Like I said, I'll, I'll make sure you have the link. It's uh, right there for two bucks right now. So uh, what, um, what has, we've had like scales, seals on our eyes so that we couldn't see what was going on. And so now the opening of the seals is like, oh, now I realize this, this seal is gone and this scale is falling and all these scales are falling off our eyes. That's what this, the seals are about. They don't let them freak you out. There's, there's enough craziness going on with this Armageddon war. Don't, don't get sucked into this fear of the enemy's going to take over and there's, oh, this seal is, and there's going to be war and there's going to be this, that's the cell, the whole point of the seals is that the seals are falling so that we see what they've been doing to us. We see that they've been causing wars to make money and to control the people. We see how they've been de- devastating us financially so that our, we, our, our money is worthless. We see all the death and destruction that they've had because of all the, 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 the vaccines and the, and the cancer and all of that. That's what the seals are about is there. We, it's all being unsealed before our eyes. Okay. So I want you to, to, to see that someone was like, well, what about the seals? Well, they, I talk about it in the book. Okay. I don't go into excruciating detail because it's just one book, but again, that's why I have on here, the, the, the videos, 500 videos. If you want more detail, they're here, but this is all in one place, easy to find. And thank you again for everybody for sharing all of this. Thank you so much for sharing the telegram. Everyone's starting to 
not everyone, but a lot of people. So just if you can just keep sharing, especially our Telegram page, because that's a great place people can come to get just the the latest news of the day and get it in a way that will not freak them out and help them to know what's what's really going on to piece it together and how this is biblical. All right. So I want you to see that. And that's it. Let's pray. Thank you again, Lord. Thank you for Ezra Cohen Watning. Thank you for this wonderful patriot who helped to decode this. You just helped him to understand it so he could explain it to us. Thank you how he's so good at explaining all this detail. Thank you for um, the Ezra from back in the day and how you used him in a mighty way to help to free the people. Lord, we want to be um, those that were found faithful, just like those recorded in uh, in Ezra's day, that they stood up, they they stepped out, they spoke truth, they were very courageous, and uh, they went down in history as as uh, as just the pillars of the faith. We want to be the same thing, just like um, uh, the on the very first video on on this uh, that I showed here that that uh, we want our name on that plaque. We want to be one of your soldiers that you go well done, good and faithful servant. You were rule, you were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over much. We thank you, Lord, that we will rule and reign. We will take dominion. They will not have a dominion over us anymore. They will be gone, but we will have dominion over this earth in every place. In every place, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters fill the sea. We praise you. We thank you. We bless your name that you are at the head of the column. You are leading the charge and uh, nothing can stop what is coming. Thank you for this, our wonderful president and how he's <laughs> knows the art of the deal and the art of the sting. We pray all these things in your wonderful name, King Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, I love you. And I will talk to you later.